RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Tuesday morning on RCR, and this week is the big week. So it's probably a good moment right now, quick moment to catch up with New Zealand First Leader Winston Peters. Winston, welcome to our program on Tuesday morning. Thank you very much. How's it going? How's it feeling? Well, it's been a long campaign and it's feeling very good. We've worked very hard. The team has around the country done a sterling job and um, we are confident of the outcome and more confident by the every day. But, uh, you know, there's some staggering information that's come out in the last short while. And one of them was that 11,500 people got exemptions with respect to uh, vaccine requirements. And that was never told to anyone. This is, is that a scandal? Is that a well, scandal? Well, it's just more than that. It is a massive deception, deceit, perpetrated by all those involved. And to find out now that that happened is extraordinary. What sort of system have we got when a party politically can make the claim we'll be the most transparent ever and to have done that? Now, a whole lot of people in the mainstream media know that, and I'm asking you this question, not that you're... We're, we're talking about the mainstream media here. We broke we broke the story. Okay, I know you broke the story, but my question is, if anybody doubted that the mainstream media has seriously been corrupted, this story has not been out in the mainstream media. Just colossal information the public needed to know because it actually answers questions some were suspicious of uh, at the time, and now, compellingly, it's all changed. This is just, in my time in politics, I've never seen anything like it. I, I told that for the first time to a relative of mine yesterday and he fell off the chair. I'm telling you, he fell off. He couldn't believe it. It, it just blew him away. So I think well, that's yeah, how uh, people let me tell you, let, me, let me tell you, when I heard it, I thought, we better check this out because it just sounds so incredible. And it was horrified that when we had to make that expression, it was just because every time you say something that is questioning the system, you know, the podium of truth, so to speak, even though it's been utterly destroyed, you're nevertheless going to have to be on the defensive. And so we said, we've got to check it out. And when we did, we thought, this is colossal. This, it just screams of uh, every adverse or detestable thing that a um, country's administration could possibly have. This is what happens in countries like North Korea. It should not happen in democracy in New Zealand. And it's probably bigger than just um, what we know right now. Okay, so you've, uh, I've, I think I've counted them up, 10 hit jobs on New Zealand First in about the last three or four days. So <laughs> you're over the, what do they say? You get the flag when you're over the target. You must be over some sort of target right now. Well, the thing is, it's a barometric measure of what's going on. And the hits, know no bounds. This is the attack after attack by people in the mainstream media and others. And just, they don't even know what well, seem to understand. Nothing like this sounds remotely fair. One of the things that you would expect in a hit was to be least asked, well, what have you got to say for yourself on this issue? No, no, not even phone or call me to see what I think or what my party thinks. It is disgusting. I'm not somebody sitting here screaming for mercy. It's quite the other way around. By the time this campaign's over, they'll be screaming for mercy because the people are not stupid. They can see what's going on. What do you make of this rather curious um, talk of a second election? I think Christopher Luxon and... Christopher Bishop had their names attached to that talk. Um, I think I saw it over the weekend. Um, what do you make of that? What, what's going on there, do you think? Well, when Bishop first said it, I said to him, our team, 
look, I think this can't possibly be true. They've misreported him. And then we went from there to, I think there's a setup that it's a misreport, but they're trying to get us to respond. And then it became very clear that he not only said it, that uh, Mr. Um, Luxon was agreeing with him. Now, around about then, we thought, this is just desperate. It's scaremongering of the worst sort. We've never had this in, since 18, not 1954, since 1854 when the first election happened. And it's just not acceptable. And it just shows one thing, panicking, scaremongering, prepared to make statements to try and panic people and do something else that are not true. But worst of all, it screams inexperience. And they are going to say to you, seriously, you need some experience now going into government after the election. Because what we saw was the behaviour of people who just got no experience, never been in a cabinet, and don't know how it works. And more importantly, the democracy, how it works and how MMP works. These are all things designed to take out the voter from the decision-making power and give it to the politician. And on election day, as every voter is going to know, they're the master and they should vote and make sure that politicians never forget it. When Seymour came out and doubled down on that, I thought, don't worry, they'll need New Zealand first more than ever and we'll bring the experience required. So do you think that would have spooked the electorate to any level or do you think people can sort of see through that kind of stuff? People can see through it. I thought... As a campaigning measure, it was very, very disappointing for them. And the polls will show that. Okay, let's um, maybe get a comment from you too regarding what's happened in the last few days. The Israel-Hamas war is probably the best way to describe it. Um, Absolutely mind-blowing scenes there. They seem to have been caught by surprise, which is surprising for Israel. They're always pretty well onto it in intelligence and and responding to these sorts of things. Have you been satisfied with what New Zealand officials, politicians have been saying in their reaction to this? Well, first of all, this was a shocking uh, breach of the um, rule of law and the rules-based international engagement. Just a shocking uh, breach of that. And uh, this is now going to descend into a bloody war. And the brevity of it will be uh, the most significant thing, as it was on uh, in 1987. It's a long time ago, the Six-Day War, but this one will be over very quickly, and the price will be um, enormous. Hmm. And frankly, um, here we go. The Minister of Foreign Affairs was most tawdry in her response. I don't know what's going wrong there, but... It didn't seem to understand what the issue was. Didn't seem to understand that over the years, we've had across the political lines a long-standing view of a two-state solution. We've been doing that for and standing by that for a long, long time. And then you had the Green Party making the most revolting statements. I mean, really, most revolting statements with respect to this. And it's made by people like Ricardo Mendes. Now, with the greatest respect to him, how long has he been in this country? And does he know what we stand for? Uh, rather than just imposing his view, having been here for five minutes. This is contemptible. And so uh, the uh, Prime Minister, be fair to him, uh, many hours after that, actually made a statement that more resembled what our statement and our response should have been from day one. Okay, so only a few days to run, just to to wind up this quick chat. Um, Do you feel that... um... 
you know, some people are saying there's a surge on for you, um, for New Zealand first. Does it feel like that's peaking at the right time? And how much of a surge do you think, if there is one, do you think there will be, it will turn out to be? Well, it's all over to New Zealanders in the end, because as I say, and uh, you, when you make that statement to journalists, they nevertheless seem to think that you're making it up. But the people are the master in a democracy, and they always have been. Uh, there's a surge on our right, and I think uh, the best way we can verify that is the number of attacks from the other parties, from the internal polls, tell me that their information says this is far worse with respect to the New Zealand first enemy that they hate than we ever thought. And then there are people who, uh, in the last 24 hours, are trying to reach out to me on the basis of, can we help? And I've known that they've done their utmost in this campaign to throw dirt and bile at us in their newsletters and everything they've done. And one was talking to us the other day by text, so to speak, and I um, wrote back sort of things like, you know, ambiguously, I know what you're on to, I know what you want, and uh, tell your mates that it's going to be great. And so as a consequence, he even wrote another letter text back to me. I, I can tell you that internal poll is very bad for the ACT Party and, dare I say, it national. So it's just breathtaking in a way, and I'm just uh, so grateful that I look back on this campaign and the next four days to go that we've had so many people who just ridded their teeth, took all the... Um, Odium, so to speak, took all the contempt from the media and what have you and just did their job. That's how our party survives, and they are very seriously committed. I'll be forever grateful to them. Well, we're going to be watching with incredible interest the next few days uh, up to the weekend. Thanks for coming on this morning and uh, giving us a few minutes, Winston. You know something? <laughs> you can bet this is going to be the case. Having the mainstream media ignored us day in, day in, month in, month out, year in, year out, yeah. You know, now all demand to be there on election night and the next morning want to speak to them. How do you like that for the, uh, the contempt about what looks like a fair go? Yeah, we're going to be... Having never turned up when, they can, when we could persuade the party, the, the public out of vote, they want to turn up when we can't persuade the public out of vote. I just find that I cannot understand how people were ever brought up to think that's a fair go. Well, it's going to be really fascinating to see how that pans out the day after. So we'll be watching for sure. Thank you very, well, anyway, thank you very much. At least I got a fair go on this show. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.